0: Welcome to the Cantina Chatter Podcast. to the Cantina Chatter podcast. My name is Victoria, and I will be your host on this galactic adventure through Star Wars, toys and collectibles, pop culture, and randomness from the 80s and 90s. Mando Mondays are in full swing. In fact, The Mandalorian is in full swing as season two has revealed itself uh, this past Friday. And uh, there's a lot of hype, a lot of excitement, uh, new products being announced. And it's been a minute since we've talked to Tom, so we're going to talk to Tom. Tom, how are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm just Jim Dandy. It's a a really calm and uneventful Tuesday, November 3rd here in uh, Brooklyn, New York. Um, I'm excited to talk about some Star Wars because I got nothing else on my mind.
0: Did you say uneventful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's not something big going on all across the country today?
1: Oh, is there? Oh, shoot. I, I don't know. <laughs> if, if there is, I must have missed it.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won't spend too much time on, on that. But um, yes, today is election day. And uh, you and I have gotten our votes uh, out of the way, so we don't have to worry about that.
1: Yes, indeed. All taken care of. Yes, indeed. No, no line for me. I voted today in in person. No line. Got lucky.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I I did mine. Uh, I did early voting a couple weeks ago, and same thing. Just dropped it off, and uh, you know, tracked my ballot online and saw that it arrived. I'm good. I'm good.
1: Easy, easy, peasy. Lemon
0: squeezy. All right. So we're gonna talk about a uh, new product reveals. So you know, we always like to enjoy. Uh, we always enjoy speaking about these new uh, Star Wars announcements, whether it's Black Series, Vintage Collection, et cetera. And uh, today we're going to be focusing on Mando Mondays. So this is something that uh, is a merchandise campaign that is being unveiled every Monday while uh, The Mandalorian is on Disney Plus uh, each week that a new episode premieres. So last Monday was the very first one that they did leading up to the first episode of Season 2. And uh, by the way, I just got to ask you real quick, what did you think uh, about Season 2, Episode 1?
1: I actually I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, it's... Um... It's still a show that I don't feel has any characters or character development, but the longer uh, episodic format, you know, giving it a full hour, allowed more stuff to breathe. So I felt that uh-huh. like, the, the, the tension worked a little bit better. If it had been squeezed into the 20, 20 minutes like the previous season, then it'd be like, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the episode. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I um, hope
0: that every episode is an hour long because I thought that was fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it gives more time for the tension to build up. Like, you remember in the first season, there's the episode where they go to Tatooine, and uh, there's the kid in the cantina. and it's like, I need to hire someone to take out Ming-Na, the most dangerous assassin ever, and, you know, <laughs> five minutes later, they've just done it. It's like, yeah. mm, okay. Um, <laughs> also, Timothy Oliphant is wonderful, playing his typical Timothy Oliphant character. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, the Tusken Raiders, I'm, I'm such a, su- a sucker for Banthas. I'm a sucker for creatures, right, in Star mm-hmm. Wars? Like Jabba the Hutt, any of the prequel critters, Rancor, um, the Acklay, I love those sorts of things. So the giant crate Dragon uh, was, was really fun for me. I still think the show needs more main characters for, so that there can be character development um, mm-hmm. to allow for arcs that are based off of that rather than a quest of the week thing
0: gotcha yeah no that, that makes sense and uh, have you noticed what's going on over on the vc twitter account
1: no i i have not what what's been going <laughs> on there
0: <laughs> we're no longer victorious cantina we're vantha Trash. oh
1: oh yes yeah, sorry sorry that's right that's right yes yes uh <laughs> we're, we're big fans of
0: Cobb vanth i, I think and uh is, yeah is we, that his name Cobb vanth and we can't get enough for the guy
1: Oh my god, I'm I'm totally there with you. I I love Timothy Olyphant. I I love him. He's a delight in everything. Even Scream 2, He added some class too. So yeah, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I uh I yeah. Give me more of him, and you can you can sell me an action figure of him, and probably one for my wife anytime.
0: Sure. The first thing I saw him in, I think, was the Fast and the or not the Fast and the Furious. Gone in sixty seconds. And mm. uh, I always I've always really liked because you know I like cars, and I've always thought that film was badass. You know, Nick Cage and and everything.
1: So. I've never seen that one. I but oh. scream. It would have been Scream too for me.
0: Right on. Because I didn't. Right
1: I didn't know who he was at the time. I you know just, well, started you're just like to a recognize... little kid in that movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so let's talk new arrivals. Um. So the, the or new releases. The first thing that was announced last uh, week that uh, they focused on vintage collection. That's what they've been doing these past couple of Mando Mondays with in terms of Hasbro, and that's you know really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um. So. You know, these aren't really shockers. They had kind of alluded to, and, you know, the, the leaks had suggested, you know, more Mando figures are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got Moff Gideon and the Armorer.
1: Yep. I, I pre-ordered mine right away. Um, even if I'm not the biggest fan of the show, um, I'm very excited to get those on a vintage collection style card back, because that'll look awesome in the display. Um, and, you know, I love uh, I love Gus Fring. <laughs> sure, so sure. And, you know, that
0: Good, good toys are good toys. You know, if you yeah. know they're not, mm-hmm. you know, you enjoy the source material. Like I, I have toys that I haven't even seen the movies of because they're just. So oh good. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, so
1: yeah, they look amazing. They just they, look amazing. They
0: do. They do. Uh, these are definitely 2020 vintage collection figures. They're not 2010 repaints that have been re-released yeah. with photo row where the eyes are printed on the foreheads. <laughs> uh, no, these these look fantastic.
1: Yeah, they're they're really top notch stuff. I'm I'm excited to receive them.
0: Yeah, the card art in both of them too is is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Moff
0: Gideon he's just like you know brandishing that dark saber and uh, looking pretty badass so.
1: I know I hope in season 2 of the, the show he shows up as uh, for less you know for a little bit more than just you know a brief cameo in an episode so yeah. yeah having a having a constant presence uh, a constant villainous presence through the season would would help build you know some of that, that tension that I'm looking for
0: totally totally I'm, I'm all here for it um yeah so armor looks good she looks like you know a little bit smaller than uh, at least on the card back we haven't really seen a comparison obviously with her and other figures but on the card she looks a little small so i assume you know it's going to be a smaller figure but um yeah i know the sculpting on these the paint everything looks really good i mean these kind of almost look to me like like black series figures like you know just scaled down like literally
1: yeah i think that's probably what what they are at this point uh, so we know we'll be getting moff Gideon. he'll probably be announced in the next couple uh mando mondays maybe in the, you know right in the episode where he shows up or right after the episode where he shows up maybe yeah. they're saving him for that yeah because um, i'll definitely buy that
0: oh yeah the next thing that was announced was uh, the vintage collection Beskar Mando, who comes packed with the child this is kind of like a little bit more of a deluxe set and uh, where is this an exclusive to
1: Oh God! Is this one the Walmart one? This is the Walmart one, right? This is yeah. the Walmart one. Yeah, it's Walmart. But I got my pre order in because I think you reached out to me and were like, "Hey, there's a there's a Walmart pre order for something." And I was like, "Type ity, type ity, type." I'll just <laughs> order that, and who knows what it is. Um, yeah. Did so I they, think I've got my pre order in for it.
0: Did you uh, check it because it was it was like twenty five dollars, and then when they when they officially announced it. They, they put it back on the site, it had been taken down, they put it back on the site for 17 or so, so, um, you know, just check it, make sure that you, you got the right price, otherwise contact them and tell them, hey Walmart, you guys need to honor your uh, mistake.
1: Uh, I, think they, uh, I think they're gonna, I'm checking right now, and it looks like they're gonna have to correct their mistake. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because with all the shipping and stuff like that, that's an expensive figure.
0: Oh my goodness. So, this is the uh, vintage collection. This is more of a deluxe vintage collection figure. Uh, It is the Mando uh, Din Djarin with Baby Yoda, and it's exclusively available at everybody's favorite retailer on earth, Walmart.
1: Yay, Walmart. It's the place where I go for happiness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and viruses. And Um, viruses. So, you know, I'm, I've been really frustrated with Walmart, Tom. Um, you know, they've been handling the uh, the wave that we talked about for Black Series, the exclusive wave that they've been uh, getting for, you know, it's based on the Clone Wars Season 7. Uh, you know, we talked about it in depth. Fantastic wave. Everybody was over the moon about it. Probably the most exciting wave of the year.
2: Uh-huh. And it's
0: exclusive to Walmart. And they keep delaying your online orders. Mine was delayed from early October to November. Now it's December. Meanwhile, they're hitting stores, and a lot of people are very afraid that uh, they're going to get cancellation notices.
1: Some people have received cancellation notices. Uh, not me yet, <sighs> but, you know, certainly nervous, certainly nervous.
0: It's very, very frustrating. So, I mean, this it seems like Walmart is, like, cursed with this sort of thing. And, you know, it's, it brings up memories of the Ghostbusters um, retro classic series. It brings up the, the retro collection Star Wars, you know, so. hmm you know, uh, hopefully we don't have any problems with, with this latest uh, release for the Vintage Collection.
1: I'm at least glad that I don't collect the Black Series to keep in packages. Um, oh, yeah. Because I'm certain that they'll come smashed to, to bits. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll
0: see. see. Um, so, yeah, this this is really cool, though. Uh, you know, we finally have uh, Din Djarin with a certain feature that we didn't have before. What's that?
1: He has a swappable head. Um, and the alternate head doesn't look terrible uh, it, unlike uh, another revealed uh, swappable head Mandalorian. It
0: figure. doesn't look terrible you're right. Um, in uh, Bosk's Bounty uh, you know Tim from Bosk's Bounty one of my co-hosts over on the Vintage Collection podcast mm-hmm. uh, he actually has this. Um, he's already reviewed it on his YouTube channel and uh, it looks a lot better in person from what he's shown on his video.
1: Mm, yeah, very cool. Very cool.
0: Very cool. And this is our first The Child in the Vintage Collection scale. And uh, <laughs> it's a really exciting thing. It's, you know, it's, it's it's almost a year later, but, you know, it's it's still exciting. Uh, he comes with a pram. And, uh, you know, people are going to eat this up. It's just weird. It's a Walmart exclusive or something that people are going to absolutely want to have, but it is
1: what it is. Well, wasn't there a Target exclusive Black Series one that, that showed up last weekend?
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so Target did release a pre order, uh, which, you know, like all Target pre orders, they go in seconds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but thankfully Target's pretty good about once the actual product releases, you know, they, they keep it in stock relatively well. So I'm not too worried about that. I did miss the pre order, but
1: Tell that tell that to my G.I. Joe Cobra Island. Oh uh, yeah, G.I. Joe's I need. G. I.
0: Joe's <laughs> a whole different animal. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. It they're they're both Hasbro, obviously, but I don't understand yeah. how one gets treated so differently yeah um, but yeah, so this is basically the six inch um version of this set, isn't it?
1: Yeah mm-hmm. except that one's face looked uh not good although I've seen some photos of someone that i I guess apparently has it and maybe it looks better in person, but the initial display photo they they showed did not uh did not do Pedro Pascal the the, the service he deserves
0: yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, the final product will, will look better. But, yeah, it does look kind of bloated. It looks a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But either way, you know, more Mando, more The Child. Even though, you know, I've told you many times that The Child is too small in Black Series. <laughs> um, yeah. You're not you wrong. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the math is the, is the math, right? The math's never wrong. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Anyway, so we're going to fast forward to this week, and then we'll go back to last week for the last item that was revealed last week. But this week, uh, while we're on the the topic of the vintage collection, uh, surprise, surprise, another Mando.
1: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, this one just himself in the Mandalorian, uh, the the Beskar armor. Um, Cool. Sweet. Yeah, no, it's cool. I I got my pre-order in.
0: Yeah, the armor this time is all clean. It's not, like, battle-scored.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty fun.
0: It is fun. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the card back though. I think he looks a little weird on the card.
1: I, I don't have the card back up. It's just sort of his face, right? This one?
0: Yeah, the uh, yeah, the single the standalone release. It just yeah, just I don't know, like the the positioning of it just seems a little strange to me.
1: Yeah, it's sort of like he's turning away from the card. Um, yeah,
0: it's just like the positioning of his helmet or something. I don't know. It just doesn't seem very symmetrical or something.
1: Yeah, it's it's I think a lot of the time with these they tend to have the the character facing more like screen left. That way, it would be like he's looking towards the uh, towards what we're looking at. Maybe I'm mistaken there, but I think that would that would help this one a bit. If that yeah, the case. maybe. But, yeah. Um, it's not it's not the best card art.
0: No, the first the season one one was really good that they did last um, earlier this year.
1: Yeah, that one was great. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Too bad. Yeah, oh, too bad well. about this one.
0: Um, huh. And you know, speaking of, I wonder why the deluxe version uh, doesn't come with uh, like the card. Art. It only has Mando; doesn't have the child with him.
1: Yeah, let's. I'm looking at that picture right now. Mysteries. Uh, yeah, I'm. I i do not know. Maybe they didn't have a good picture of him where they squeezed it in together. Um, that's too bad.
0: Yeah, it's hard to believe that they wouldn't have a picture of Mando and the child together. That would be suitable so, for.
1: It's okay. You you will receive a carded the child with your Razor Crest.
0: That's true. And um, with any luck before then, too, there'll be another opportunity for the child on vintage collection card. Um, but yeah, I just want to remark that this is a, a really good wave. Um So, you know, you have Bes Armando, you have the armor, you have Moff Gideon, you have the new Rogue One, Darth Vader, and uh, Captain Rex. So, you know, a really well fleshed out wave, a lot of figures that uh, people have been asking for other than maybe Vader, but uh and and well captain rex too because it's of the version of captain rex that they went with but yeah other than that really well-rounded wave i pre-ordered this before they even announced what some of these figures were so oh nice (laughs) hopefully i get my case in and you know there's no problems
1: yeah benefit of ordering a case is you get you should get it all in a minty crisp condition
0: theoretically anyway
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah I, uh, I went to a Walmart recently on one of our upstate trips and actually stumbled ap- across the current wave that's out there. They had most of them in both the Walmart and the Target. Um, so I finally got my, my I got two M Imways, nice crisp condition. Um, my Hondo Onaka, crisp condition, and ARC Trooper 5's, which I did not succeed at pre-ordering back whenever he, he was available. So uh-huh. I've got that, that set of figures. I'm, I was very excited to receive those
0: yeah so amazon does this weird thing where they um they they have the figure uh available but sometimes they they remove the listing so if you try and access the listing for the item like it just goes to a picture of a dog and says "Uh uh-oh something went wrong
1: right um
0: but if you already ordered it or if you have it saved like in one of your lists you can actually add it to your cart and that's one of those figures for some reason like you can't like click on the link and pull up the figure but um, like I had already ordered it before, so I'm able to go back and buy another if I want It's regular price. Oh, cool! It's weird. Hmm. All those weird no, Amazon lo- things.
1: Yeah, it's weird, but I, I lucked out and found found them in the store. Yeah, it's the best. That mm-hmm. is
0: the best, Tom. All right, so um, the retro collection.
1: <laughs> this is controversial. This yeah. is like the last Jedi of uh, of, of 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 toy reveals.
0: Ooh, yeah. This is a uh, yeah. This is very controversial and um, something that I didn't really expect or anticipate. But uh, let's talk about this because, like you're saying, people have you know really mixed feelings on on this. Uh, the vintage yeah. col- or the retro collection was brought back. Uh, last year, something that was just meant to kind of be like a one-off thing, you know, recreating the vintage sculpts, like on the same retro card backs and offering them at Target for a limited time. Just like a, you know, just like, oh, hey, come, you know, buy this. And then it actually exploded, didn't it? They were actually really popular.
1: It was super popular, I guess. Super successful. So they, they continued it this year where they reveal, released, uh, six Empire Strikes Back figures, which was great. Um... And last year, they gave us a brand new vintage-style Grand Moff Tarkin, a character sorely missing from the original toy line. This year, they gave us another Luke Skywalker. This time, he has a yellow visor over his face. So, okay. Um, But I was really hoping for the next set of things to be Return of the Jedi-focused, with maybe giving us a new uh, Hutt Slayer Leia. Figure yeah. a, a, a character, an action figure that was sorely missing from the original toy line. Yeah. But instead, we are getting Mandalorian figures from the modern television series. Yeah. Um. And I that annoyed me. I'm I'm irritated about that. But like ke- keeping that in check to like the, you know, this isn't end of the world stuff. Uh, I. I think it's cool that it's it's happening. I'm bothered that it's not the focus that I would rather it be, which would uh-huh. be unreleased characters from the original movies. Right. Um but I understand that their perspective on things is strike while the iron is hot on whatever sure. the current property is. And The Mandalorian is is, you know, whether I like it or not, it is gangbusters. It is a saving saving grace for Star Wars right now in a time when it's generally like mm. Yeah. People are pretty angry about it. So, like the Razor Crest, I think this was probably a smart choice, even if it's one that irks the bejeepers out of me.
0: Yeah. No, I, I feel pretty similarly. Um, you know, I expected it would be Return of the Jedi, and, um, you know, I don't know if at this point they're going to kind of hold that until the 40th anniversary of that movie. Yes.
1: Um, but. Hope not.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh I mean obviously retro collections making enough of a splash for them to give it attention and expand it so maybe that's a good thing but yeah. I don't think you know we necessarily thought they would expand it towards Mandalorian but you're right. totally right strike while the iron's hot you know follow the money it's it's on Mando and um, you know people are gonna buy them anyway so
1: <laughs> yeah I mean I I I sat I knew I wanted at least one set and I decided I want a second set as well to open up um Will they go in with my original vintage uh, action figures? Maybe. I might I might put them in there. I've got a couple customs or, you know, uh, one-off, one-offs off one in there. I've got a Rebel Fleet Trooper that was made by, I think, Vader Trader store. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm expecting another set of characters from Smith Lord Creations someday. Um, they sent me a great Grand Admiral Thrawn figure that I pre-ordered, you know, a while back. And he's in there. So if it fits in with that display, I'll probably put it in there because I'm not precious about that. Um, but it's a uh, it, it's definitely a bummer that you know we don't have a C-3PO or R2-D2 retro collection figures yet. Yeah. We don't. We still don't have Hutt Slayer, Slave Leia, um, and I hope that they let them make the that figure because. She's so so integral to the Jabba the Hutt sequence, you know,
0: totally and you know back then they went really all out on On a you know fleshing out Jabba's palace uh, figures skiff guard figures in the vintage days Mm -hmm. and uh, Yeah, that's a sore, you know, that's an item that is sorely obviously, you know (laughs) missing
1: Yeah, it really is like Jabba Jabba the Hutt and Cantina aliens were sort of I think for a lot of people the Genesis of their Star Wars collecting habits, right? Like, you wanted to get all the Cantina aliens, even though there's just four. But with Jabba the Hutt's retinue, there's, like, I, I might be miscounting here, but there's, like, almost, like, 20, right? Maybe it's, like, 10. It's quite there's a, a whole few. bunch, so you can, ha- you can have a whole little setup. And then it's, you know, when the, the modern Hasbro line came in the, the 90s, you started even getting more, and you yeah. could put them in there, too. And it's like, ah, like, we're always dying for more Jabba the Hutt stuff, uh, even though it's a movie that's almost 40 years old. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's, um, it's interesting. I mean, you know, like you said, you know, you went ahead and ordered, uh, I, uh, you know, I ordered a case, you know, it's the safest thing to do, I feel like. So from entertainment Earth, I ordered a case of this free yep. shipping and, uh, you know, I want to open them too. So I ordered duplicates on, uh, on Amazon and they must have uh, like, they must know they're going to make a ton of them because they're still like available for pre-order on, on most of these sites. So it's pretty, yeah. it's interesting.
1: Yeah, that's I'm not I'm not saving a set of carded ones so that I can sell them off for mad bucks in the future. It, that's that's part of my I want to have, I want to have a display of all these things that looks like a toy rack, you know, in my man cave of some future house, and I, yeah. I want them on I want them on that along with the other retro collection figures. Um, they don't have th- those ones. Those ones don't have to be from the original from the original stuff for me to enjoy that um,
0: yeah yeah that's true um all right so let's talk new arrival. so uh anything interesting that you've picked up uh since we've last talked uh
1: well i mentioned that i got uh, i went to a walmart and secured uh vintage collection chirit imwe hondo onaka and clone commander arc trooper sorry arc trooper fives those are excellent um I got my gaming great Darth Nihilus, who I know nothing at all about that character, <laughs> but I love him. I've got the you know the the three and three quarter inch version of him, which came uh, in a three pack with shirtless Darth Maul and Darth Bane, Darth Bane. which was the most ridiculous, terrible looking designed character. Oh, I love in those Star books, Wars. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe, the Star Oh, the books might be cool, but uh, they, that explain least...
0: his, they explain why he looks the way he looks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the explanation of uh, yeah, sure. Um <laughs> he's a bald-headed guy with a purple outfit and uh, yeah. <laughs> I like the and, design and, and
0: like a like creatures that are stuck to his torso to because they like block the
1: force. They block the force. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They block For, the force and they enhance his force abilities. Like, so.
1: like those space salamanders that Grand Admiral Thrawn had in those books, right? Yeah,
2: that it's blocks a, it's, the force.
0: It's a big <laughs> plot point in, in the. I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually a pretty decent plot point, like in the books. But yeah. Uh, anyhow, so I don't, I don't,
1: I don't want anything ridiculous like that in my Star Wars stories, Victoria. Nothing ridiculous
0: oh okay let's okay well <laughs> bye jar jar bye uh, baby Yoda, no by... no those
1: are all serious things <laughs> jabba the Hutt's my favorite character he's a oh, serious goodness. gangster that should be taken seriously
0: of course of course <laughs> uh by co-pilot space dog <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah. all right all right so i also got cad bane you got cad, cad bane. bane he received he arrived yesterday i've wanted cad bane for years now and i finally have him and he's delightful i didn't succeed at getting the one that came with uh, toto which is a bit of a bummer but the likelihood of toto ever really being the focus of a you know display that i'd have set up anyway is small enough that i was like eh whatever but cad bane yeah. is awesome do you have him yet
0: not yet. Uh, actually, was helped out with that one by uh, on Twitter, Mel Nurtured Snay, who uh, was was kind enough to order me an extra. Uh, or, or as it worked out, he ordered two of that one. He actually ordered two of the armor as well, and uh, I, I kind mm. of just put it out there. Hey, if anybody has extra of these, I missed the pre-orders, so he oh, was awesome. nice enough to say, Hey, Victoria, actually, yeah, I ordered two. Uh, I'll send you my my extras, and we're still working that the details of that out, but um. Yeah, no, I'm expecting to uh, to receive those, so yeah, I'm excited.
1: Oh, fantastic. Good deal, good deal. Glad to hear it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking, I'll get the normal armorer as well. Um, but yeah, wait till you get Cad Bane.
0: Good deal. So yeah, credit collection has been uh, arriving as well. Um, I haven't received all of them yet. Um, so far I've gotten IG-11, he was the first one. I got the uh, Heavy Mando from Best Buy. And I've gotten Cara Dune from Target. I actually found her in the stores, I was surprised. Um, Are you collecting credit collection? Nope. Nope. Nah, it's not really necessary. I mean...
1: Yeah, I've got the original releases on these.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I like... You know, they're in vintage six-inch cards, so, you know, Uh if they just came in boxes, I'd probably still buy them, but I wouldn't buy two of each, but... Since they're yeah. like on vintage, like, you know, I'm like, ooh, vintage packaging <laughs> and you know Oh yeah. Hasbro knows well, where I'm, to get us by at this point. You know, they know well, they know where to pull those strings, so
1: and, it, and it's also really cool that they're they're stylized after the paintings that are at the end of the Mandalorian, which I would argue is the best part of the Mandalorian. And that's <laughs> that's that's also not even that's not even really intending to throw as much shade as it sounds like. The 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 the, the paintings at the, the concept art on the end of that show is like I would I would buy a book of each one of those things. Um, yeah, they're they're gorgeously rendered things that are really really, and the music going along with it they're fantastic. So selling mm-hmm. selling basically that in an action figure form makes total sense.
0: That'd be a good screensaver, just like all the end credits from all the Mando episodes with the with the soundtrack playing, like yeah. just on a loop. That'd be a great mm-hmm. screensaver.
1: It really would, or or yeah, for a, like a Yule log, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Put it on Netflix for the holidays. Yeah. Bada dum bada dum
0: All right. So gaming greats are also starting to ship once again. You know, gaming greats have been... Um, it's been a pretty big thing in 2020. hmm GameStop has exclusively been carrying these. And most of the time, they're retools or repaints. Um, the one that's like been like very new-ish, and it's mostly new parts, is Darth Nihilus. And that's mm-hmm. uh, interesting that he's, he's an exclusive rather than a mainline thing. But... You know, I don't care. I all I know is that I have him and that the f- turned out freaking fantastic.
1: Yeah, he's really, really great. Um, he's just a great, creepy-looking character. i I know nothing about the character at all. I never played those games. I know about the Darth Revan stuff because you know. Yeah. It's sort of it's sort of like even if you haven't seen the sixth sense, you know what the ending is. Yeah. Um, Darth Nihilus, I know nothing about, but he's he's got Darth in the title and he looks really cool. So, hey yeah, he's a win for me.
0: Yeah, I started. Uh, I started playing the first game. I never quite finished it it's just I don't know but
1: wait do you know do you know uh, do you know
0: how it ends I know how it ends but uh, oh okay yeah okay. I, just, I never finished playing it but yeah I, later on I learned how it ends I shouldn't have looked it up but I did I know um,
1: right <laughs> anyway
0: anyway um so yeah gaming greats uh also I really was impressed with the scout trooper that they've uh, the latest one the scout trooper is actually really really cool.
1: Hmm. I've I've not seen that one. I mean, I saw saw pictures of him, but because I've already got a scout trooper, I'm I'm passing on him.
0: Yeah, he's a good one. He's 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 good Uh, holiday figures. (laughs) Oh,
1: I love them. Oh, I think my I think my best buy one should is arriving today. Very that's the that's the repainted Sith trooper that comes with, I want to say Babu Frick and Lando Calrissian's scarf. And I've already received my ugly holiday sweater phase two clone trooper with holiday scarf porg and hockey stick accessory. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know. They're You know, I still maintain that these are weird. Nobody asked for them. You know, this and that. You oh, know. yeah. Everybody knows, you know, even Star Wars had to or Hasbro had to fight to get them made.
1: Um, but you ain't wrong there.
0: I got the first one in uh, last week. It was the, uh, the GameStop version, the one with the, the clone trooper with the Christmas holiday sweater. The Christmas jumper.
1: Oh, is that a GameStop one? Yes. Oh. And, um, Uh, yeah, that's the one I've got.
0: He's, he's cool. He's, he's cool. I, uh, I was, I was more impressed with it in person, just as a, oh, this is Star Wars and it's also Christmas. I love both of those things. So, right. I, uh, I decided to go ahead and, uh, to buy the rest. This is kind of like, yeah. So, Santa, um, one, uh, range
1: of
0: one of us. One <laughs> of Santa. Range trooper should be showing up today, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but I'm not gonna. I was originally thinking because you know I need to buy two, right? I need to buy one no. open one. No, no, I'm gonna keep them in box because the box is like a Christmas gift, and it looks like it's part of the the, oh, the presentation. Man. So
1: that is that is a good point. I, on the other hand, am going to switch out uh, figures that I have on display um, here in, in my my, my apartment uh the day after thanksgiving as the christmas ornaments go up a bunch of star wars things that i've got around are going away and the holiday ones will be up just like my uh my my he-man figure from masses universe classics that's going into a bin and christmas he-man is coming out just for the holiday season
0: yeah yeah really cool stuff um Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do for them for Christmas. I might just like set them up on the shelf, like in the boxes or, you know, I have the figure shield, you know, the little cases you slip them in, then you can hang those on the wall. So, um, and luckily they fit. I tried
1: it out already. (laughs) Um, do you, do you get a Christmas tree?
0: I do. I don't know if I'm going to put these on the tree though.
1: Hang them on the tree.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Might have to do that. Uh, any honorable mentions you want to shout out from the latest, uh, vintage collection or black series acquisitions?
1: Oh, um, no, I I think just the ones that I've mentioned. Um, uh, Recently I received, uh, what was this? Grey Kamino Clone Trooper, Tebow the Ewok, and Admiral Akbar and Beskar Armor Mandalorian. Those figures are all excellent, but the standout for me there is Tebow the Ewok, Uh because I love Ewoks. Anyone who doesn't like an Ewok is a narc.
0: Tom, do you know what's coming in today? What? What UPS is bringing along with Santa Range Trooper? What? My hot toys Wicket. <gasps>
1: Send me pictures.
0: I will. <laughs>
1: oh my God, that's I'm that's so that's excited. delightful. So that's excited. delightful. So oh my gosh, yeah. Is I he will. fuzzy?
0: He's very fuzzy.
1: Oh my God, yeah. Send me pictures, please. I love Ewoks so much.
0: He's almost as adorable as Cod Banth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs>
0: Yeah no no I think uh, <laughs> Cobb Vanth might have a little bit of an edge there anyway huh. yeah so no no I love Ewoks too I love them in any scale uh, they're great yeah. um, so no this is uh, yeah I agree that's the best figure of the way for me uh, the detail is just so crisp so sharp he looks awesome yeah uh, more Ewoks please Hasbro you know more nobody's Ewoks, gonna complain more, Ewoks. more 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 any Ewoks you you want to give us Lumat um, uh, Chief how, Chirpa Chief Chirpa um, Tebow? Well, no, Tebow's already out. We got stupid. Tebow. Wicket. Uh, Wicket. We need Wicket. He's. 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 They're gonna do Wicket. They gotta do Wicket at least.
1: Warrag. Maroc. Yeah.
0: Nisa. Gim
1: Gimli. Skipper. The chief. <laughs> Elmo. I don't remember the Ewoks. Yeah, there's
0: there's there's a lot of them, and they're all they're all great. That's what I'm saying. Like, give them all yeah. to us. But yeah, that was a. Yeah. Uh, Pretty solid wave. Um, I know that you passed on the uh, the, uh, the new stormtrooper. Did you or did you get yep. one?
1: No, no, I've I've not got one Ooh. yet. I, it, at some point, I might get one. But you know, I've I've got limited space here. I've got three storm. Well, I've got one stormtrooper and Luke and Han and stormtrooper outfits. Yeah. In my display, uh, I'm in order for me to put um, Cad Bane in there. Something's got to go go into the bin. Um, right. So, you know, I, I army building with these things of any sorts is a uh, I've really gotta want it. I've really gotta want a bunch of them. Yeah,
0: no, Um, it's. um, I know,
1: I know. It's a, it's a like. I saw your review of it, and I see what the differences are. Um, You're not wrong, but
0: it's so good. It's so good. How many do I have so far? Ten. I well, not quite. I have six.
1: Six. Okay. But they're just so
0: freaking good. They're so freaking good. I love, I love that figure. I love that figure. Like. I, I love things I can get really excited about when it's something I already ha- like have, like how many stormtroopers do I have like from over the last 20 something years, tons, but oh. like, this makes me really, really excited. Um, yeah, that, no, that was a solid wave. Um, I haven't gotten yeah. around to opening my, my six inch, um, Mando yet, the, the best car version, but, um, uh, no, I was really pleased with that, with that wave overall. on same with vintage collection. Like you mentioned you, that you found those at uh, your local at a target. Yeah. I found them at target too. Um, which is pretty rare. And they were actually like in near mint condition. Like they were really yeah. good condition for, for Target finds. So
1: yeah, mine too. Mine too. No Black Series. No Black Series. No, they had the Target had that Luke and Yoda thing, yeah. um, which I've seen at every Target I've been to. Um, but they didn't have anything else in the Walmart. Zero Black Series stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 And uh, Target's also been doing a pretty good job of keeping the uh, the Galaxy's Edge exclusives in stock. So right. Mm-hmm. Past couple of times I've went, they've had the latest wave, plenty of them. Uh, Commander oh, Pyre wow. and uh, the uh, the R5, Hondo's mm. R5 droid. Who, I can't remember the specific number, but...
1: Oh, shoot. Is that Hondo's droid?
0: In Galaxy's Edge, yes, that's Hondo's oh.
1: droid. Oh, dear. Maybe I do have to pick that up then.
0: Yeah. I think he was in Clone Wars, too, wasn't he? I don't he was, know. I think he was in Clone Wars. Yeah. R5-P8. Huh. yeah he's in uh yeah he's in clone wars so he's had him around for a long time because galaxy's edge is like like the era of um the last jedi so long right. Time. right um so yeah i know lots of good stuff you know another mando Mondays coming up next week and then after that and after that i don't know how much of it's going to be uh focused on hasbro probably not very much from here on out but um We'll see. We'll see. If there's anything we're talking about, you know, we'll definitely come back and, uh, you know, regroup and talk about those new releases. Love it. Well, Tom, hey, it's been fun as always. Uh, where can our listeners go to find you online?
1: You can find me at Woosland Demon on Twitter um, or on Instagram, but I rarely post anything on Instagram.
0: Right on. So, uh, yeah, good. check out Tom, you guys.
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks, Victoria. This was great chat as always.
0: All right, Tom. Thank you. Have a good one. Cheers. All right, so in other news, The Mandalorian is back. The hit show that uh, kicked off uh, nearly a year ago, you know, this month uh, on Disney Plus uh, is in full swing. The hype is in full swing and uh, they're dropping a lot of merchandise. So it's all about Manta right now in the world of Star Wars collecting and uh, in the world of Star Wars in general. <laughs> Wouldn't you say so, Dave?
2: Oh, yeah, definitely, Victoria. Um... Definitely welcome back to have uh, Mandalorian back in our lives with everything that's going on in in the world and life out there, and I couldn't have been happier, you know, day before Halloween to, uh, you know, having this uh, group experience with everyone online and checking out the new episode, dropping, and a little early it drops for me, or late, if how you want to look at it. I'm here on the East Coast, so I wasn't going to stay up, but, you know, try to watch it first thing in the morning, not have any spoilers or anything for the the rest of the day, Uh and um, just super excited.
0: Yeah, it's um, you know those it was those were good times. You know when it was on the first season, you know I was always looking forward to it. I love how Disney does it. How it's you know it's yeah. it's not like a, you know they don't just drop all the episodes at once. I mean, I I just you know you know you you miss out on the water cooler moments. You miss out on the excitement and oh you know you know mm-hmm. something to look forward to each week. You know you can sip it rather than chug it. And uh, I think that's one of the really cool things about Disney Plus and uh, about The Mandalorian. So, yeah, no, I'm I'm stoked. I'm glad that it's back. Uh, I'm glad that oh, you yeah. know we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of merchandise to go along
2: with it. Yeah. Mando Mondays are a thing, and um, yeah, it, it hits your wallet every every Monday. <laughs> oh yes, it but certainly yeah.
0: does. Uh, what's What's been some of your favorite uh, collectibles they've announced so far?
2: Um, the retro stuff is pretty cool. I don't collect that, but it's neat. Um, The idea of of making new figures that uh, fit in with the uh, vintage style stuff. Uh Um, So that's pretty neat. Um, I I generally collect just uh, like Black Series um, Star Wars stuff. So anytime that something from Mandalorian gets announced, I I know I'm going to pick that up. Nice. But, um, yeah, they've got so much stuff. Um, you where know, They have uh, waffle makers and toasters <laughs> and anything they can put Mandalorian or the child on. Oh, anything. So, so yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the other day on Twitter, somebody showed me a bath sponge of the child. I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Very weird. Uh, there's cereal in, in the supermarket. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Baby Yoda's oh, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, did you buy the uh, the credit collection?
2: Um, no, I did not um I see them um, um the caradones at my local target and stuff but um that's something that that I haven't gotten into yet but yeah i mean it looks cool it's a like it's nice concept I, I like the um the artwork on the packaging and stuff and the uh, pastel colors but yeah there's something there really is something for everyone and and it looks like Hasbro and other companies are really throwing anything they can out there and it seems like it's a hit so far
0: absolutely i uh, I recently got my uh, animatronic the one that I had pre-ordered. Gosh, mm. I don't even know when they put those up for pre-order. It must have been like January or something. But yeah, yeah he finally showed up um, about a week or two ago. And uh, really impressive toy. Really interactive. Really fun. Uh, super cute. Cool, cool. So yeah, um, Mandalorian is, uh, like we said, the show's back. Uh, season one kicked off on October the 30th, Friday. Uh, like you said, just the day before Halloween. And... Uh it was it was met with a lot of like fanfare like uh you know people were weren't, weren't only excited about it but their reaction seemed to be pretty unanimous across the board that mm-hmm. it was a pretty darn yes. good episode.
2: Yeah, if you thought the hype couldn't have gotten any um bigger from season 1 when this uh chapter 9 episode uh dropped, man, you would have thought Mandalorian broke the internet. <laughs> Everybody, you know, Uh, I'm out and about in public or I'm wearing a Star Wars t-shirt and people want to talk to me about the Mandalorian and this just really ratcheted it back up, especially with um, some of the uh, legacy characters making potentially making their way back into the show. Mm. Yeah, people are people are pumped and I was pumped seeing it.
0: Yeah, super cool. And this first episode had tons and tons of, you know, little Easter eggs and callbacks. And, uh, you know, it really fleshed out a lot of the things that we've seen in previous films. Um, that were just like, you know, just things that kind of came, came and went in passing. Um, this mm-hmm. episode kind of fleshed out some of those those items a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, uh, in the previous, uh, in the first season, you and I would talk and we'd have these breakdowns of the episodes. Um, I think mm-hmm. for this season, we're going to mostly just react to the episodes, talk about the things that we like, you know, just kind of identify a few connections and uh, to, to previous Star Wars and maybe speculate a little bit on uh, where things are going to go. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm definitely down for that. It's going to be a different format, um, hopefully shorter, and we'll get a lot more in it. And, and let's go. I'm ready to go.
0: All right, let's do it. <laughs> so um, in this very first episode, uh, it, it kind of opens up with uh man doing the child on an unidentified planet. And they're kind of walking through. You see these red glowing eyes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, we never quite see the creatures, but if you look on the walls... Um, it seems like there might be some Easter eggs hidden, like in the graffiti that's on mm-hmm. the walls. Did you notice that?
2: Yeah, I definitely saw some, looked like droids, possibly C-3PO or other things. And it really reminded me a lot of um, Star Wars Rebels and Sabine. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, they had shown this in the trailer and I had speculated maybe it was Lothal. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot in there and I, I haven't seen everything. I haven't seen any breakdown videos or anything, but I know there's a ton of stuff in there. There might be even a Darth Vader helmet or something I think I saw. Yeah. But yeah.
0: You know, it's interesting you mentioned Sabine because, you know, there's been rumors that she may mm-hmm. appear in the season. So I wonder if that is kind of like a Sabine thing where, you know, they're just kind of dropping the crumbs here and there. And that's kind of the first thing that they've left.
2: Yeah. And I, I just think this season, as we're getting into the, the second season, I, I'm really starting to notice. It seems like it could be a sort of a sequel series to some of the animated things that we've seen. Um, of course, they were, you know, helmed by Dave Filoni, who's now executive producer on, on this show, The Mandalorian. So, yeah, there's definitely got to be something there with um, if it's true that we may see a Sabine ran. Um, yeah, this is could be an Easter egg later on down um, later in the um, uh, season.
0: Totally. So this episode was directed by John Favreau. And, you know, he's obviously a fan of old school Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he went back to uh, the inspiration for Star Wars when creating The Mandalorian. And, you know, read up on mythology and Joseph Campbell, you know, so it, it's interesting to see what his first directed Mando episode is. Cause you know, he's been producing it since season one, but this mm-hmm. is, is the actual first episode that he's directed.
2: Oh yeah. Um, it's great. It's uh, this episode seems like much more cinematic. You see aspect ratio changes. Um, yeah, it's, it's felt like a spaghetti Western to me, which I think is kind of what they're going through for um, from the beginning of the series. But really came out in this one you know kind of the the uh lone gunman riding into the the one horse town or the ghost town or whatever but yeah i thought it was great the presentation look
0: yeah no it looked it looked great it was you know very different very different and you know that's one of the things mando has done so well is you know it's made things different but it's also kept a lot of familiar elements and Mm -hmm. you know built on them and i think that's one of the cool things that you know star wars fans appreciate about it um so what did you think about this gamorian guard fight (laughs)
2: Well, I thought it was really cool. Um, I guess I'm really grateful that there's no spoilers really um, when it comes to Mandalorian. I believe this Gamorrean was one of the first images that um, Favreau uh, tweeted out at the wrap of season one. Mm-hmm. And and we get it right away in the episode. And, and of course the um, trailer seems like it was cut from mostly the first episode. Um, and I'm just glad that that's all out of the way. You get into episode one, you see some things that you've seen in the trailer, and mm. we really don't know where we're we're going in this season. And I really appreciate that there's not a lot of spoilers when it comes to you know this and most Star Wars in the yeah. Disney era. Yeah,
0: yeah, you that's know, that's one thing I truly appreciate about Disney Star Wars is. You know, even more so than when Lucas was in charge. Mm-hmm. There's there the, the leaks are far more minimal. Like they're not spoiling things in the trailers, and um, you know that's that stuff's great. Um, so I think in the in the previous season we were talking about that episode that had the um, uh, I guess they were I don't know if they were Saurons or they, they were Trandoshans like I think they were Trandoshans like Bosque, mm-hmm. but uh, you know they attacked Mando in one of those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this time we have the Gamorreans and um, for a little bit I kind of felt like you know like they looked good but they they do look a little bit different than Return of the Jedi ones. What do you think?
2: Yeah, their costume is different. They don't have all the the guard armor on like they do in Jabba's palace, and you know they're um, you know don't have shirts on. They kind of look like uh, what we would in our world of boxers or something, you know. And they have their, yeah. their axes and, and they're battling. And uh, of course, you know, with the advent of the the modern technology and stuff like that, they look much more agile than something we would have seen in Return right. of the Jedi. So sure. yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, they look a lot skinnier. But mm-hmm. I was reading on a—I forgot who said it, but but uh, apparently they're female Gomorians. So oh, okay, maybe that's why they look thinner. I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, no, this was this was really cool. Um, you know, we haven't seen anything like like this particular scene in in a uh, Star Wars before. You know, just like a like a a fight in a ring. You know, not mm-hmm. a, not in live action anyway. So. Um, you know it's it, it's just really cool the way they started out this season you know showing you know Mando is back he means business you know if you can try and attack him with a bunch of uh assassins but uh you know it's not a good idea.
2: Oh no definitely not um doesn't doesn't bode well for anyone who's going at uh, Mando. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um,
0: so Mando goes back to Tatooine. Um I love like tatooine like i don't think i'd want to live there but uh when you think in terms of like star wars tatooine Mm -hmm. is such a classic original trilogy and you know it played a a vital role in the prequel trilogy too, planet Mm -hmm. um so you know i'm i'm all for any amount of time they want to spend on tatooine like exploring uh the different things uh there that we've you know elements of stuff we've seen before um so i wanted to ask you what are your some of your favorite things that that happened on uh, tatooine
2: um, I love the speeder bikes. I think I mentioned that um, last season when we spoke. Uh, that's just one of my favorite things. Any scenes where we can see someone flying through on a, on a speeder bike. But I loved also um, all the callbacks to A New Hope, seeing uh, Banthas and, and the Tusken Raiders, Sand People. Um, you know, to most people, uh, Tatooine is Star Wars. Um, it was, you know, a huge part of the original trilogy and with the generational thing, the, the younger people that grew up with the prequels, it was a huge part of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anytime we can get back there, it, I think it really grounds up the fan base and everybody can really get behind Tatooine. Um, yeah. that, that might be my favorite aspect of it is just being there. It feels yeah. so great, you know.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, it's uh, I, I lo- as far as collecting goes like that. Those are my favorite toys, like anything to do with Tatooine, the cantina, Jabba's Palace. Um, you know, the, the pot racers are fun. Um, you know, and then I think that this this show has done a really good job of kind of elaborating on those things, like a crate dragon. We we've mm-hmm. only ever seen the bones. Now we know what a crate dragon actually yeah. looks like. Yeah, um, yeah. No, this uh, I really liked everything that went down on on Mos Pelgo Like you know, it's it's a neat town, and like you mentioned earlier, you know, very Wild West mm-hmm. sort of feel to this episode. And um, you know, you definitely get that when Mando comes into town. They even have their own sheriff, sheriff. You mm-hmm. know, uh, the marshal uh, Cobb Vanth. Uh, what did you think about Cobb Vanth?
2: Uh, he was awesome. Um, I, I could tell yeah, you liked him a lot from your Twitter feed. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the actor, Um, and I read the Aftermath trilogy books, so I knew where they were going when that, uh, Gore Koresh tells him to go to Tatooine, look for... And that, that sparked me right away. I figured it might be him. I think I'd heard some uh, rumors that he might be playing Cobb Vanth. Um, so, yeah. And just going there that might be my favorite part of the Mandalorian so far is just making the books worth it um I don't read every book I haven't read most of the books but when I do I I want that my investment put into it to feel like it paid off Uh um I had read some of the books leading up to like Rogue One and the uh Resistance books um leading up to um Rise of Skywalker and this was the first time I felt like reading a book really paid off. You know, um, Cobb Vanth isn't a very big character in the Aftermath uh, books, but I knew who he was and I expected it coming. And it just made me feel good inside to just put the the time into reading the book and having it pay off.
0: Right. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's a good point. Uh, that, that's something I've seen complained about for some time is, you know, a lot of people are investing in all these books, these canon books that mm-hmm. they've been creating to tie into the films and stuff. And they don't just they they really haven't paid off a whole lot in live actions and for it to actually have some connection to Mando I think is really wise and I hope that you know we continue to see connections like that as well as you know to the animation you know if those mm-hmm. rumors are true you know we see more connections to other elements of Star Wars
2: yeah and if that's true what you're saying if it's going to tie into animation again it'll make me feel even better you know both you and I are big fans of the animated series and if they make it into the, the Mandalorian which seems to be a little bit more mainstream than the uh, animation. I'm going to be really happy. I think you will, too. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> but, no, Cobb Vanth is freaking awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, just, you know, like, yeah, he's just so charming, you know, and he's, you know, he's just like, like, he just wears that, that, that he does, he has no idea what he's wearing, mm-hmm. you know, like, us as fans, we know the significance of that armor, but he's just mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, you know, this armor, <laughs> it'll help me take control of this, this town and keep yeah. people safe. But, I mean, he has no idea, like, you know, where it came from, you know, what the backstory is, how far it goes back. Um, and, you know, he just kind of like parades around in it. So I thought that was really cool. And just yeah. seeing him team up with Mando, you know, just, you know, fighting together, flying together and, and all that. I thought was, you know, really fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I think from reading the book, uh, you know, how everyone always has something in your own brain. You, there's no visuals when it comes to a book. Uh, in my head, I had pictured him more brutish and he's definitely very suave, uh, mm-hmm. a little more different than I had envisioned. You know, it's it's been like four years since I read the book. So maybe I, I'm missing something, but... Yeah, he he was very calm, cool. And, you know, once he had that armor on, he had the confidence and, you know, tying back um, to the toys, the rocket firing, um Boba Fett is now canon. Right. <laughs> it's that's yeah. so cool. That was one of my favorite parts getting to see that they use the viewfinder and shoot that rocket and yeah, and just and the way that it was weathered, and you you knew that, it, that that what had happened to it, and how the paint had looked like it's bubbling off and everything. And yep. there's just so much there. You know, we could talk about this forever. I think, but it, that was special. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it was. He's such a charismatic character, and I, I just so hope that he comes back. You know, later in mm-hmm. the season.
2: Oh yeah, me too. He has to. He, he's on the posters and stuff now, isn't he?
0: Um. Yeah, they made a poster of him. Yeah, so. Yeah, I hope it's a it's a kind of thing where you know like grief cargo, cargo, you know they show up for an mm-hmm. episode or you know then they show up later in the season. You know, I hope it's something like okay. that because. Um, but yeah, no, no, really cool stuff. The Weequay in, in that cantina they had there was I thought the costume was really well done, and mm-hmm. you know you, he was convincing. He wasn't like goofy or anything.
2: Yeah, definitely realistic, grounded looking, and it's cool. And and the Mandalorian picks and chooses. You know, there's definitely in these first two episodes of the new season there's times when stuff looks a little wonky and it looks like it yeah. could fit right in with the 70s or the 80s and then they have stuff that just looks beautiful that you don't you wouldn't even know you're looking at something that's fake
0: yeah yeah totally um but no this was a fun a fun episode it it definitely tied into the the Mando's long-term goal which you know of mm-hmm. course was to find uh, the child's um you know family or his species you know send him back to where wherever he belongs you know the man was obviously taking care of him but you know he kind of got caught up in this little adventure he had to take part in in order to uh further that journey so um I'm, you know it, it's always like there were a couple episodes in se- season two where they were just kind of it didn't really seem like they were too connected to that larger picture mm-hmm. of of the child but um I feel like so far this season, they're, you know, they're making it a little more, you know, you know that he's look he's actively searching for uh, the child's, um, you know, clan or whatever. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're still giving him room to go on these different adventures. So I think that's pretty fun.
2: Yeah, we um, definitely shot out of a cannon right away with um, the first episode, chapter nine here. Um, and like, you know, just say what you said again, that we have a clear idea of the quest that he's on. And it's just it, it was so much fun. It really with again with a bang, and this was a fun yeah, episode.
0: It was, and uh, you know, like we said, lots of Easter eggs. So it looks like Cobb Vance, um, uh, his speeder is built into Anakin's pottery racer engine, one yeah. of the engines. Um, there, so you know, we saw that. Uh, it would have been interesting if he had the full the full pottery racer, wouldn't it? Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> if he just rode up in, in it, <laughs> that would be yeah. cool.
0: <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, but yeah, no, lots of you know stuff—the Banthas, the Tuskins. You know, getting uh-huh. to learn a little bit more about the Tuskins and their yeah. way of life. You know, it's like I'm, like I said, you know, stuff that we've seen before. We're familiar with Tuscan Raiders, but we've never really spend a whole lot of time like seeing how they live other than when Anakin went and murdered them all. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well,
2: Mando seems like he's this guy that can walk um, both sides of, of the star Wars. He can be yeah. w- with the down and dirty and he can, you know, obviously he's going to be looking for some Jedi or something coming here soon, but yep. it's nice to, to get and see, you know, him sitting down around a campfire with some Tusken Raiders. Uh, he speaks the language and just really, you know, showing them that they're people too. And, Something you never really thought of, you know, before they were just these sand people that came out and stole stuff from you.
0: Right, right. No, I, I, yeah, I totally love that. And I think that's one of the cool things about following a character that isn't necessarily a Jedi or a Sith or, Mm. you know, he's just a regular guy for all intents and purposes. He's, He's a Mandalorian, but he's, he doesn't have force powers, you know, he's kind of, you know, just like down the middle, you know, he's not like going out of his way to, to to help with the uh the the republic or he's not helping he obviously doesn't seem to care for the empire either because you know what they did to his planet Mm -hmm. or you know his you know everything that happened in the past um so yeah i think that's a really neat thing that they're following him um but yeah no this was it was fun i mean this this episode was probably the most toyetic of all Mm -hmm. (laughs) the episodes so far um, I hope that, uh, you know, when all is said and done, hopefully sooner rather than later, we get a few toys of some of the stuff we saw in this episode.
2: Well, um, did you catch uh, Constable Zuvio at the Gamorrean fight in the beginning?
0: Yeah. Is it his? Um, is it Zuvio or is it just like the helmet? Because I know we saw a guy that looked it like It just that. looks
2: like him. Um, I'm not sure if it actually is him or stuff, but if it was him, yeah. that, that's cool. They that might take a toy that um, never made it into the movie or was cut out of the movie and kind of make it canon. But I thought that yeah. was cool.
0: Yeah, I know that in Solo we saw something that looked like that too. Um, so I don't know if it's that character, if it's Zuvia. I mean, obviously they're reusing a lot of the props mm-hmm. uh, from the sequel trilogy. So and the other films. So, um, but no, yeah, I agree. That's that's really cool. And I mean, hey, R five D four. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. I totally uh, forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, that was
2: awesome. And and there's so much stuff that they they put in there like that that it doesn't take away. Um, you know, it's not forced in there, doesn't take away to someone who's not entrenched in all the star Wars lore. And it really adds a lot to the people who are, so it's just, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, no, so this was really fun. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add about this particular episode?
2: Um, no, I don't think so. I think we covered most of the, oh, we uh, missed, we missed, on. one
0: th- we missed one thing at the end. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of realized. course.
2: Where what are we thinking? People <laughs> would have murdered us if we went away without talking about that. Right. But, yeah. So at the at the end there where he's um, riding off into the sunset um, on a speeder bike and um, it cuts away aspect ratio changes. You see the twin sons and you see someone watching uh, Mando and the child go across the desert and it appears to be um, Boba Fett um, without his armor
0: yeah this was this was huge um you know my husband not being a big star wars fan he was just like who's that (laughs) and i'm like dude this is freaking boba fett i went and got Mm -hmm. my figure and like i showed him he's like oh okay like he doesn't really know but you know he kind of knows mm -hmm. um but no this this was huge um you know there were rumors that we would see like the armor and i know one of the like the the tv spots had like you know kind of like the boba fett helmet or rocket or something um but to actually see the guy, uh, you know, just kind of wandering out in the desert, just kind of looking. I mean, we don't know anything about him at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't know his intent. We don't know what he's doing. We, you know, like all we know is that that's freaking Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and you know, all we can do is hope that we see more of him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I knew the actor's face right away, uh, Tamara Morrison. Um, it just he's aged perfectly into what the age of Boba Fett should be. How we're watching here in the Mandalorian. And it was just nice to see his face again. You know, he was the face of the the clones from the um and Jango Fett from yeah. the prequels, and just really brought everything home. And he j- he looks like the character Boba Fett's seen a lot. And, you know, he's got the scars on his on his face. Yeah. Like his eyebrows are burnt off, maybe from the Sarlacc pit or something. But I'm sure we'll find out. Um And yeah, I, I mean, I just wondered if that was him uh, that we had a shot in the last season. I don't know what you thought if that was maybe another character, but maybe. Maybe I'm not sure if it was Boba or if
0: it was Cobb Van because you know his mm-hmm. kind of sounded similar too. You know, that he had the the armor, but um, yeah, yeah. It you know it's interesting, and I I assume that you know we'll learn more about whatever is going on with Boba and you know that that backstory later on. At least that's what I'm hoping.
2: Yeah, and maybe it's possible he's been tracking Mandalorian this whole time. Um, it looks like he's dressed in Tuscan Raider clothes. He's got definitely got the weapons of a Tuscan Raider on his back. So maybe he's been there before and we, you know, haven't noticed him before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I really hope it wasn't just a glorified cameo. I hope that they're mm-hmm. going to expand on it and, you know, give it give us more. Because, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, it'd be almost like a crime to to bring back Boba Fett, but not yeah. really bring him back. You know, No, so.
2: they've they've got because that would be making the same mistake again, because, you know, people feel like we didn't get enough Boba Fett in the original trilogy. Right. I think George even said he uh, wished he hadn't have killed him off. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I think they will.
0: Yeah, I hope so, too. Really, really, really cool. Um, and then, you know, we have the next episode, uh, which debuted this past uh, Friday. Um. So, yeah, Mando's continuing his adventure. Um, It starts off with him on Tatooine. And, you know, that left me a little bit optimistic that the Boba Fett thing would come back into play mm-hmm. because, you know, he's still heading back, obviously, to the Razor crust so he can take off.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, tell me what happens uh, in these first five minutes of this episode.
2: Well, it picks up right where the last episode, um, left off and he's, you know, motoring through the desert on the speeder bike. And I guess it appears these are, I don't know, maybe bounty hunters or somebody just uh, looking to, um, uh, you know, uh, ambush him. Um, and there's what three or four of, the, of these guys and they set up like a, a, a rope, a wire, you know, uh, kind of mm-hmm. like they did the Ewoks did in Return of the Jedi and just knock him right off of his bike. And it seems like right away they know that they want to get at the child. They say, grab the child. Yeah. And Mando, you know, he, he really uh, gives him a fight and, and takes them all out. And the way he used his um, jetpack and everything it was, it was really cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That was brutal, but it was yeah. so funny. I was just like cracking up. My husband I was like, "Where are you laughing? Somebody died!" <laughs> like that's funny. Like just the way yeah. he did it. Like yeah, yeah, take the rocket. Didn't expect that, and then yeah. just thud, <laughs> thud. Yeah, he just comes back. To... <laughs> Brilliant. Um, yeah. So no, this is really cool. So you know uh, what? I, what I really like, too is that we got to go back into the cantina once again.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fun, and it, it looks different than it did in the original trilogy. You know, time has passed, but you know we understand the significance of what's going on there and it's it's fun and like we said in the last episode it's just comfortable it's star wars
0: yeah yeah they and i noticed that the same aliens that were uh well like the frog lady that we're going to talk about she she was in there in, in the first season so was mm-hmm. um uh dr mandible <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know they were in there so i, I kind of would have liked to have seen the a little bit more of a diversity in terms of the aliens or mm-hmm. you know maybe see a few more but um uh in any case I'm always happy to go back to the cantina that's just I mean just when you think about that like after all these years you know there's still live action Star Wars where we go back to the cantina mm-hmm. that just in and of itself I think is pretty amazing
2: yeah I mean, in my head I'm thinking you know okay this is after Return of the Jedi what's Luke doing now what's Han yeah. doing now? you know would they yeah. still come here someday or something I don't know but yeah yeah, kinda... it's, it's and been... and to anyone who's not a hardcore fan, it's just a it's a bar that they're at, you know, which is right, great, and that's fine too. So yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so no, this was a uh, this was fun, and you know, it kind of obviously it tied into to the previous episode, it also tied into the greater Amanda story of you know he's trying to get the child back with his with his clan, um, but uh, you know, there's another side quest that comes into play because I guess he needs to. Uh, help out this frog lady which you know that we don't really have a name for her. we're still calling her frog lady mm-hmm. um he needs to help her before he can get some information as to where to find more mandalorians
2: yeah i would say this episode um it felt like like a side mission like you said it, it was you know not my favorite because we come off the high of the last episode which might have been the best episode of the series yet and not everyone can be the best one ever that's <laughs> fine um but yeah, it's a, it's a side mission and I, I think I watched this episode like three times. Um, and there is there's a lot there to, then if you watch it and you kind of watch the mannerisms and, and the acting and stuff of uh, the characters, there might be something a little nefarious going on here which maybe might be elaborated on in episodes to come. But yeah, there's more than meets the eye. It seems to some people they get bored by a side quest or something. But I think um if Clone Wars or Rebels is anything that has shown us something in the past is, you know, watch out. This this episode could mean a lot more down the road.
0: Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um yeah, no, that's an interesting line of thought. Uh yeah, I agree. This this episode for me wasn't as good as the previous one. Um mm-hmm. but uh, you know, it, it still did something different. You know, we hadn't quite been mm-hmm. to like an ice planet like this and just seen a little adventure. Um and, uh, you know, it's always cool seeing the X-Wings again. And that kind of happened pretty early on where, you know, the X-Wings uh, show up and uh, Mando tries to escape. But, you know, bad idea because it kind of seems like, mm-hmm. had he not gone through all that, they probably would have ultimately let him go.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, no, it's, he he's basically got stranded on this planet, the snow planet, which they, they didn't give us the name of the planet, did they? I don't think so. Yeah, so he got stuck on this planet and... uh. Yeah, he had, a, he had a little side quest adventure with uh, these unexpected creatures that I thought were really, really, really scary.
2: Yeah. Are they supposed to be the same creatures from uh, Rebels?
0: That I don't know. Uh, I know they look identical to the concept art yeah. that uh, Ralph McQuarrie did, but I don't know if they're supposed to be the same ones from Rebels because those weren't like I mean, maybe it's a variant of that. Cause,
2: yeah, they were definitely different, but I don't know if it was something between live action and animation because obviously, you know, the people don't look the same as they do in live right, action. Right, right. But yeah, um, seeing that from the the concept art come to the screen, which is something that they did a lot in Rebels, um, is really cool. Yes, and that's true. Man, is that creepy? I, I hate spiders. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> and seeing that, it's like, it's nightmare is what that is. Uh... Yep,
0: <laughs> yep, totally. And uh I mean these weren't just spiders these were like some there were mm-hmm. some really big spiders in here and uh yeah thinking about ways to die in the star wars universe that would be one way i wouldn't want to go down
2: <laughs> no creepy creepy yeah
0: snow or ice spiders or whatever mm-hmm. they were at that um but yeah and no, it was cool seeing uh baby yoda and uh he yeah, had a yeah. little more to do this time around mm-hmm. didn't he
2: yeah, he kind of drove the episode, you know, um, in other episodes, he was always just kind of there, you know, it, you know, early on, he was the MacGuffin that, that drew of everything. Um, and then he was kind of there to, to use his force powers to save everyone when they needed saving. But this episode really focused on him, kind of made him the central character and his wonder and his mischievous uh, demeanor, whatever you want to call it, uh, kind of really led the events of the episode. And it was it was funny it was delightful uh, to watch and and then it turned scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: um, yeah. And he kind of got he kind of freaked out too, right? All the eggs were trying mm-hmm. to come to life, and he like ran off, like yelling, like yeah. He uh, he's a little too brave, I think, uh, a little too brazen in a lot of these instances, mm-hmm. and you know that obviously gets him into trouble more often than it doesn't. So um yeah hopefully he learned his lesson he's not gonna go around (laughs) just eating like random things that (laughs) look attractive a lot
2: of stuff and um my first thought was those spiders uh before i I knew they were spiders i was like is he gonna get sick is this episode Mm -hmm. gonna turn break our hearts you know but yeah he's definitely he's got to tone it down (laughs) really uh getting everyone in a lot of heap of trouble but um yeah yeah, the can we talk about the music? Um, yeah, let's do that. I, I'm a big fan of the the music in this series. Everything is great, and the more you hear it, it, it the greater it is. But um, we got some some new music here um, for the child, and it's it's very plays up the the wonder and the innocence, and it to me sounds a lot like a, a John Williams uh, style. I kind of thought of um, I don't know why I thought of like Home Alone was like the first thing that I thought of. Hmm. You know, it's kind of uh, you know, how Williams did with like Kevin and the wonder of Christmas and stuff. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what I thought of. But I think it's, it does a great job on, in this show.
0: Yeah, I, I love the music in Mandalorian. And, you know, it's they they always make it familiar enough to like what's been established for Mando in terms of the music. But they also mm-hmm. introduce like like you're saying, like new themes or, you know, new pieces that kind of expands on it and yeah i totally agree that that's actually a really good comparison to home alone mm-hmm. um you know some of you know especially whenever it focused on the child it was just kind of like cutesy music that was trying mm-hmm. to you know like kind of a little wondrous and curious and then uh you know that's when the danger comes so
2: yeah it must remind me of like when he, when kevin goes in the basement when he's afraid of the furnace or something you know <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> totally uh so you know dave filoni was back in this episode
2: mm-hmm yeah, he's um Trapper Wolf, I guess. I had to look up the uh, name of his character, but yeah, that, that plays a lot back into maybe you thought. Um, see, that was episode six, the prisoner. Uh huh. It really this episode really ties back into that, and you thought maybe that was just a side mission or something, which appears that this one doesn't. And they tie back in, and I guess be, the same guy, Trapper Wolf, was there, and I guess is what tips him off to the Razor Crest, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, this is, it kind of also tied back in then to that previous episode mm-hmm. the The Prisoner. Um, So, no, that was really cool to see. And uh, like I said, the X-Wings are always fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the way it kind of ended with them sort of saving the day after, you know, Mando's trying to escape these guys and they end up saving his life. You know, it's just, it was an interesting way to end it. I thought it was kind of cool.
2: Yeah, and like we were saying earlier about the Spaghetti Western feel, you know, these they seem like they were the uh, deputy sheriffs or something that ride into town with their long rifles and they they save the the bad guy, you know, yeah. and let him go. But yeah, yeah that's that's like a feel that I the vibe that I got. Um Yeah. Yeah, I watched um I rewatched the Fistful of Dollars trilogies in quarantine earlier this year. Um, you know, after watching the the first season of Mandalorian and you can see the similarities and yeah. it's really cool. Yeah,
0: that's uh yeah it I love seeing, you know, those connections to You know, I mean, it really is a western. It like a space western. I know that's that's largely what Lucas was going for with the Mm -hmm. original trilogy, but I mean, it's most apparent here than with anything else in Star Wars. And um, what I couldn't tell is, it kind of seemed like when they were blasting that, like the giant spider at the end, it sounded like to me like they were using the X wings before they shifted over to the guns. Is that what you thought as well?
2: That's what I thought um, at first because it, you know, it reminded me of the way, not so much that the X wing sounds. in the actual films, but it sounded like the toy X-Wing, the old, um, the Kenner one from the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Those were like crappy electronics, you know what I'm talking about? That's funny. Um, and that, so that was my first reaction, but I just rewatched it today, and it almost sounds like maybe it's just the rifles echoing inside the razor crest. So I don't know, it could have been, but yeah, it, it seems like there was a lot of fire going on early that it could have been the X-Wings yeah. um, taking that big spider out and before they actually landed and got the rifles.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it, um, yeah, neat stuff. And, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was some sort of a connection to the toy because, mm-hmm. you know, we obviously, you know, things like the troop transport in season one, um, you know, they're very, very, uh, cognizant of, of previous stars, not just in terms of the lore and the movies and the, mm-hmm. and the expanded universe, but also in terms of like actual merchandise. So, um, you know, I, I love seeing those connections like that.
2: Um, yeah, and I think for a lot of us, the toys, are more a part of um, how we perceive the, the property than the actual, you know, film or, or whatever itself. Um, so, you know, everyone's growing up on star Wars. We've got, you know, going on the third generation of star Wars fans. So if that's what they're trying to do, plant the, the toys, it, it really roots more back into how you perceive the, the property is through yeah. the toys. So I think that's really smart. Yeah,
0: yeah. no, it, it totally is. So just speculating, um, on uh where things might be going this next episode what do you anticipate
2: well um based on what we saw in the trailer i was very curious as to what the heck happened to the razor crest (laughs) now we know and it appears he's actually going to limp it to the planet that they're going to for the frog lady so and i i think there's some more stuff in the trail that we saw and he's going to meet that mysterious character i suppose and that's really all i can draw from what we've seen in the trailer but, um, hopefully he comes across some more Mandalorians, whether they're a small group themselves, if they have somehow, you know, been living on this planet after the purge, if we find out more about that, uh-huh. or, you know, there's been rumors about maybe it's Sabine or, or someone else or something and a, like Mandalorian. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I feel like it, it, it makes too much sense that they, uh, you know, would, uh, I think it's obvious they're going to continue, um, you know, the, the story of the frog lady and, you know, him, mm-hmm. him getting it, her to, to her destination and her husband and, you know, whatever information intel he needs to get. But, um, like you said, you know, things might not quite be what they seem. And maybe there's some other surprises that await wherever he's going. Uh, and uh, obviously he needs to get that shit fixed because it's yeah. <laughs> not going to get very far unless, you know, that's gotta be his priority right now too.
2: Yeah. And, and I guess what, what I alluded to earlier, um, First couple of viewings, I didn't really see this, but watching this again today, I think there might be something going on with the uh Pelimoto character, uh-huh. um, and the way she acts when, when he comes back into the cantina, almost seems like did she didn't expect him to make it back, you know? Huh. Um, I don't know that's just what I saw I I, I was looking for more because I honestly thought this was one of the you know it was a little more boring of an episode it was it was a side adventure so I was maybe I'm inferring some things looking for something uh, that's not there
0: that's interesting you mentioned that because I know a lot of people online or you know not a lot I know that some people online have said you know they're not huge fans of Pelimoto uh, I really liked her in season one mm-hmm. and I liked her in the previous episode, but in this episode I kind of felt i, I kind of felt like I didn't like her quite as much. And I don't know if maybe that was like you're saying, maybe there's something, mm-hmm. some ul- ulterior motive or, you know, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I wouldn't but... be
2: surprised if somehow, because there was a definitely a change in the sh- tone of the acting from when he first lands, you know, the jubilation she, to see the child again. And when he shows back up in the cantina and, sh- and the way she's like, moving her head all weird and talking differently. Huh. And it almost seems like that did those, um, what do we want to call them bounty hunters or whatever that tried to sabotage ambush him? Did, did she yeah. give up some information somehow hmm. or something? Um, and is it possible that he's being set up again with the frog lady? You know, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but I it was, of, it's, it's weird.
0: If there is some plan, I kind of feel like the frog lady wouldn't be aware of it. She just seems too yeah. like, you know, nice or something. Yeah. But, um, um yeah oh, i've got that's...
2: my tinfoil hat on here I'm... yeah yeah
0: no, no no that's well that's what the speculating is all about you know we never know um yeah uh i do hope that we go a little deeper in the next one too you know beyond like you know just the side mission aspect i hope you know there's a little bit more of a tie into the long-term uh to the bigger story mm-hmm. um but you know i'm sure it's going to be Good, whatever it is. I mean, there hasn't been a bad episode of Mando. Um, oh, no, they, yeah. They've all been enjoyable. They've all been fun. You know, some better than others. But um, I, I would like to see a little bit more attention go to, like, the broader story, you know, with uh, Moff Gideon and, you know, the the purposes of, you know, why they want this child. You know, what, what are mm-hmm. their plans? You know, who is the child? Like, you know, I, I'd like to learn a little bit more about, you know, all of that. And I suspect that in time we will. Um but I guess we'll have to get through some of these side missions first, huh?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I I think that I'm starting to. I feel like I'm starting to see a pattern. It's starting to feel like some of the animated um, shows, most particularly Rebels, was a lot like that. You thought you wanted more of the story. You know, what's Fulcrum up to? What, um, you know, oh, it's Ahsoka. You know, and you always had those side missions, and they seemed not important until they weren't. Then until they were very important. So. Uh-huh. I feel like maybe, you know, we've seen what this arc of this season is going to be. He's looking for more Mandalorian He to find Jedi. Um, uh-huh. And I think there will be a couple more side missions like this, like there were in, in the first season. And I think that's Filoni's style. Um, and it keeps us coming back, you know. If every episode is a major revelation, yeah. it's going to maybe get boring, you know. It's going to give us a little bit, have us come back. And I'm fine with that, you know. It, it makes yeah. a leaves room for discussion we don't get all the answers all at once so it's a yeah, fun true. fun ride
0: yeah i I anticipate that it'll be like the first season like the, the more imperial heavy you know stuff came at the end of the season mm-hmm. and uh, I kind of feel like you know with this one you know maybe we'll get a little bit of it before but you know probably the the heavier aspects of the season will come later um which is fine you know the, the season's gonna run through when we're in week this is gonna be week three it's gonna mm-hmm. run until
2: the last episode will be 18th of December. So yes, Christmas. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll have a little bit more time to enjoy the series, and uh, you know, I know you you're here for it. I'm here for it. And oh yeah, yeah. So is everybody else. It's Mando.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and big fan of the way they release this, as you were saying earlier. Um, you know, you and I both big Jurassic Park fans, and it was nice that we finally got a animated series on Netflix, The Camp Cretaceous. But, you know, it dropped all at once and we didn't all get to sit here and talk about each episode with one another. Everyone's on their own pace. So I, I know I, I really like this. I'm glad Disney's doing this.
0: Yeah, I am, too. Love it. Love it. Uh, anything you want to add?
2: Oh, no, I think we ca- ca- covered most okay. of everything. But, yeah, okay. fun, fun stuff.
0: Yeah, great stuff all the way around. Uh, really looking forward to this Friday's episode. Um, so, Dave, uh, where can our listeners go to find you online?
2: Oh, I'm on Instagram under Jurassic Dave 93 I'm also on Twitter under Jurassic Dave 93 and I have a YouTube channel if you want to look that up. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of videos, but there's something there. But yeah, if you want to talk to me about anything at all, anything pop culture related, um, Star Wars, yeah, hit me up. Um, I'll feel free to talk to anybody. So yeah, thanks for having me on
0: thank you uh, it's been fun uh, glad we're get, we're finally able to talk Mandalorian once again Yeah. Um, last time we talked Mando you and I it was before the world went crazy
2: <laughs> um, long so, long ago
0: long long, just so long ago Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know it's nice to be able to, to, to talk about it once again and uh, you know it's one of the good things going on right now in the world so you know I'm happy about that and no I appreciate it uh, looking forward to talking more Mando with you uh, after another couple episodes
2: All right, thanks so much. I'll catch up with you next time.
0: All right, Dave, take care. And that's a wrap for this episode. Victoria's Cantina began on YouTube, and you can find plenty of toy content on the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel. We are also on Instagram, showcasing toy photography at Victoria's Cantina, as well as Facebook at Victoria's Cantina, and on Twitter, ranting and raving about toys and other nonsense at Vic's Cantina. For fun and random toy clips, follow us on TikTok at Victoria's Cantina. Got a question or something you'd like to share with us? Drop us a line in the fax machine. You can email victoriascantina at yahoo.com if you are so inclined and wish to drop a coin in the tip jar we are on patreon where you can gain greater access to the channel while helping to keep the content rolling for vc branded merchandise such as t-shirts ball caps mugs and other fun stuff visit us on teespring and teepublic links to all of these magical places can be found in the show notes do you got a minute or two if you are listening on apple podcasts Please leave us a five-star rating and drop a brief review explaining why you enjoy the show. As always, I'm Victoria, and no matter where you're listening out in the galaxy, I'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Cantina Chatter Podcast.